welcome to the little things with Mitch and Jake. Jake, just a little bit of time between uh, this episode and our last, but uh, always look forward to uh, jumping on and hanging out with you. How are you doing? I am doing extremely well, minus whatever you want to call what's going on outside right now. We're recording here in April, and my dad sent me a picture of the farm this morning with another, yet another snowstorm. It's not pretty, but uh, we're doing the best we can with what we can. How you doing, brother? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. It's, uh, what do we have, 10 days of school called off, so I mean, that's uh, that's something. I don't know what it is yet, but it's it's definitely something. Yeah, how does that bode for you, man? How are you handling that? I, I suppose the kids are pumped, but how do you handle that? problem is is the majority of them have been in the second half you know so i mean we we did have a few days before christmas but i don't know it's nice to break up but it's also kind of tough to get the kids in a rhythm when you have three days of school and call one off and have you know that's kind of how it seems like it's been all winter but we'll get there we'll count down the days till summer and wave the white flag can only come soon enough can only come soon enough yeah um I'm ready for some warm weather and for some sunlight, man. I can't express that enough. Uh, we got the opportunity to hang out a couple of weeks ago. You had the day of development in Watertown, which I will let you speak on that, but it was absolutely incredible, the the event that happened in Watertown a couple of weeks ago. Do you want to share just uh, maybe some recap or some feedback that you heard about uh, the day of development, Mitch? Yeah, it was good. Uh, first year of doing it something new to Watertown, uh, South Dakota. It was cool. We had a lot of people from around the state attend this event. Uh, Kind of a leap of faith I took in trying to develop something here for the community, but knew what it it offered, knew what it could do, and uh, was very happy with the result. Obviously some things that we need to improve on, but we're looking forward to continuing to grow. Along with Excite Watertown, the Little Things podcast uh, sponsored the Top 4 Under 40 award for Watertown. Uh, that was won by Mac Blaze, Kristen Henderson, Brandy Hanton, and Shauna Shelton. So uh, congratulations to those four individuals. And, yeah, it's really cool. We had three keynote speakers. Um, VJ Smith, who's been – well, VJ and Holly uh, have been on our podcast. They both uh, were keynote speakers. And then just community members uh, from Watertown sharing some things on, on the panels. And in the breakout sessions, it was uh, – a really really cool day then we had the night event we ended up giving out 650 tickets to that but with the weather we're only able to get about 500 but holy smokes what a cool opportunity for people to get together we had great food out there Uh, it was included in the price of the ticket so uh yeah really cool day like i said a few things that we need to improve on but overall uh fantastic day i know you were there jake Uh, what'd you think yeah, how many people showed up to the day session alone? Uh, about 210. We had about 220 tickets sold, but again, with the weather and everything else. so Yeah, that's amazing. In the middle of the day on a Tuesday in Watertown. That's that's awesome. It was a great turnout. I loved it. I, I obviously enjoy and, and really connect with uh, um, people on that level that are looking to better themselves, right? The personal development aspect, the speakers were great. I loved the the breakout sessions and the panels that you had. So um, Mitch organized uh, a, a few panels where 
each individual on this panel basically shared a, a personal story and, and how, how they overcame some obstacles to get to where they're at today. Uh, a few people in the Watertown and surrounding communities. That was a great piece. I absolutely loved that. The audience got involved. Uh, we were able to ask some questions too. And it was just, it was a really powerful day. I, I came out of that thing uh, energized, energized and, and motivated and wanting to do better with myself. And I think that at the end of the day is, is the idea with those conferences and bettering yourself every single day. And, and it was, it was well done, Mitch. It was awesome. So congratulations. Thanks. And 2024, uh, March 20th, we're looking at a Wednesday this time around. So March 20th, uh, 2024, mark your calendars. I will be at the Goss Opera House for the day event and Lake Area Technical College for the night event. Uh, get your tickets, anyone, anyone that's around the area. Had some people come up from Sioux Falls, Yankton, Rapid City, Platte, South Dakota, uh, Aberdeen, Sisseton, Brookings, and of course the Watertown area uh, showed up. So look for us on uh, MitchReadSpeaks.com. That information will be on there. Uh, right around Christmas time is when we'll go live with that. So I'd love to see you there. Love to see you there. Yeah, excited already for next next year, Mitch. Um, and today uh, we just have a quick hit special here. This is our 16th quick hit. So again, just as a quick reminder, our quick hits are, are 10 to 15 minutes long, uh, just based on, on kind of what's at the forefront of our conversations and what we're going through day to day. Uh, Want to touch on, on an event that happened here at the end of January this past year. Um, that is near and dear to you, Mitch, but um, Rob Reed, your your beloved father, um, passed away at the end of January here. And we touched on this and, and talked about it together and obviously wanted to share that experience with our audience. Um, we really love connecting with you guys and we feel like we know you. And when you interact with us uh, day to day and, and we see your emails and your text messages and your phone calls, and obviously the in-person interactions too, um, you are getting to know us better and better. So we thought it'd be kind of a neat deal to be able to connect and, and reflect on Rob, Rob's life and to be able to, to hear from you, Mitch, on on some of your thoughts and just spend some time doing that. So I don't know if there's a, a, a certain way to, to get into this, but just would love to open that up for you and, and see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, I want to first uh, thank you for uh, attending the funeral and stuff. And I, you know, not really relating to my dad right away, but um, one of the things, I mean, everyone has dealt with death in their family of, of loved ones. And you start, it, it makes you take a step back and look at kind of where you're at in your life, uh, what you've accomplished, um, the people around you, uh, your network. And, uh, you know, obviously very emotional through those times. And, you know, you you attend a ton of prayer services, wakes, uh, funerals that you just kind of go to to support the family and and things like that. And you just, I mean, you hate to say it, but you kind of go through the motions. It's something you do as a person, as a friend, as a colleague, as an acquaintance. You just do those things. But until you do them, and anyone that has had someone close to them pass away understands the power that each of those hold and you know the prayer service especially I just we left there you remember Sherry and I talking like geez I really needed that that was really really good 
you know, I was kind of dreading it, like, oh, geez, four hours of hugging people and crying and wiping tears, and I just, and the people you saw, they just came in groves and groves and groves, and you get done, you're exhausted, but you're driving home, and you're like, I am very happy with how that all went, and the funeral is the same way, you know, you saw people that I, I hadn't seen since high school, and didn't even really know my dad, but showed up, and I'm not going to miss any funerals, man, not going to do it. I mean, it was easy, too, because you get busy, which I don't like that word. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to do it because I, I understood that every person that I saw lifted me up, you know, and you reach out to those people and you, you don't talk to them for years. And then all of a sudden you see them at the funeral or you see them at the wake service. And it's like, you know, I've got a, I got a village. You know, we've got a village. And I was just happy with that process so I mean one thing I learned from that whole deal is I'm not going to miss many funerals or wake services anymore yeah I love that piece and, and you touched on it the word village um, let's just say that Brentford and surrounding areas they were shut down that day that's that's probably putting it lightly but the entire the entire town and surrounding communities they were shut down for Rob's funeral I mean it was amazing the turnout there the, the church was packed, obviously. Um, the, the after, uh, obviously, the, the, the burial service and then everyone gathering together at the local watering hole for some amazing food and, and drinks and just that camaraderie and those conversations. Mitch, like you talked about, like it was an absolute, um, an absolute event of just seeing like the amount of people and the amount of support and love that you and your family had uh for that i mean it was it was special to see I'm, I'm glad i i made the trip obviously but i didn't think anything of it and i know your your friends um acquaintances family members um they didn't think any of it either i mean that's just that's what people do for each other when they when they care and love and that was really really evident that rob and and your family had a ton of love and support around him yeah and thanks had it that i appreciate that and you know, I think it's a testament of, of what he did and what he meant to that community. And, you know, someone was talking a couple of days ago, just asked me questions about uh, my dad and um, kind of, you know, the direction that, that he went and everything else like that. And I always say, um, for a guy that didn't go to church, he was, he was quite the man of faith. Um, and he didn't do it by, you know, spreading the gospel or, or doing any of that. But he just walked in a manner that, like, people, like, envied, you know, just his willing, like, his complete selflessness. I think that's a really, really good word for it. And um, just the, the way he treated people and acted like people and, and never wanted to thank you, you know, just just recognize that that's what you're supposed to do. And people rallied around that. I mean, you you always talk about, um, right? I hear a lot from that community about what guy he was and how nice he was, you know, and and everything he did. But that he, there was no other way. Like, and when you, dude, that that's the cool thing about it, and it's something I envy, and it's something that I've always tried to to live up to. When you go out of your way to do something nice for someone, like you acknowledge that it's a choice you make. For him, it was never a choice. It was what he did. And, um, I mean, there's so much to say for that. And uh, I'm, I'm getting there, but there's still 
there's still times where it's like, oh, I'll do this. You know, it's like, it, slow down. Like that person deserves that attention and that, that help. And my dad was awesome at it. And, you know, that's the legacy that he built, you know, and that's why he packed up, you know, the church and, and the, uh, the bar that day. Yeah. And, and you mentioned something there that I really want to, to hammer on to the listeners out there. Um, and the, the, the gentleman who ran the service, he touched on this as well too, but, and you know, this obviously like Rob was a man of few words. He, he didn't, he didn't talk. He wasn't boisterous. Right. I, I think even some people did call him the quiet one. I believe, uh, he was a man of few words, but he truly, a, a big part of that was just, he truly enjoyed being surrounded by family and friends like just being super, super present, right? There, there weren't uh, a whole lot of arguments, right? There, there weren't, um, any loud boisterous moments, right? Like I'm sure you guys have had some, some fun times, uh, you know, um, behind closed doors, but just in a general sense of like spending time with family and friends, he just truly enjoyed that and put all of his attention to that, like being super present with the family. Um, enjoying like the love and, and holidays, right. And the grandkids and everything. Um, he was a man of few words, but he was hilarious. Right. And when he had something to say and when he spoke up, like people listened. And I obviously remember that, uh, about him very dearly. Um, and I just thought that was kind of cool. And like you mentioned it right there, Mitch, like just he he provided his attention and gave 100% attention and presence to whoever was in front of him and whoever was around him and no one took that lightly like they all enjoyed talking and and being around rob because he was such a, a presence so i just wanted to hammer on that i thought that was a neat point and something that i was very fond of of him as well too yeah and you know for our listeners out there that have lost someone close to him and and have been through this I mean we all grieve different and you know we were unfortunate enough to lose a student you know in in Florence a a year year and a half ago and it's crazy that no matter how many times you go through it it you know or or how many you know how close that person is how it's unbelievable how grief treats people differently um, you learn a lot about people. Uh, you learn a lot about the support you have. Um, but at the end of the day, don't. There's no judgment that can be had during that. And I think it's really hard for people to wear their emotions on their sleeves. Um, they struggle with it. They hold it in just because I don't know. Our society's that way, right? And during a time of need and during a time of grief. Um, it's it's crucial to be able to have people to talk to and to grieve the way you need to and um florence was an awesome community saw great things there great people living in that community and then of course uh, my hometown in brentford and going to school at northwestern great people there and they do i mean that's the beauty of living in a small town i mean you meet these people and um they're they're special individuals and it takes a village like i said and it's it's crazy to see how small communities rally and they, you know what they do in big communities too, but I just don't think there's the personal aspect of it. And, uh, I've, I've enjoyed seeing that side of it. It, it, it's terrible that something has to happen to see that side of it, to see like, wow, 
what an awesome community. But I mean, it does because things go so fast. We never look at what we have until it's gone. And uh, I mean, my dad was no different. You know, we take him for granted and him being around and everything that he offered our family. And, you know, we had, we had some time with him at the end and I developed a, I don't want to say a brand new relationship, but we really strengthened it and had conversations because we were forced to. Um, I'll never take back that time. That was, that was wonderful time. Um, strong time. You know, my kids got to know him better in those three, four months, the last three, four months of his year than they did in the first two, three years. And I guess that's what I'm going to encourage our listeners to do. And I'm, I'm going to sit here and say it, dude. And people are going to try to make a change for a month or two, and then they're going to go back and they're going to deal with something like this. And they're going to say, why didn't I change? Um, I don't know what it's going to take, man, to, to get people to just slow down and enjoy it, but it needs to happen. It has to happen. Super, super powerful. And, and thank you for sharing that. You know, obviously this isn't easy. It hasn't been an easy process. It will continue to not be that easy of a process, Mitch, but obviously I, I commend you for, for your strength and being able to share this with everyone because we do want to support that message. Like times, times moving no matter what, right? We, we tend to get busy. That's one of our favorite words, right? We like to get busy. We, we get busy with our careers, personal lives, right? Running around every weekend. And then we wonder why a year goes by so fast. Why five, 10 years go by so fast, right? Slow down, right? You touch on this a lot, Mitch. Like enjoy the little things, enjoy the moments in between. That's where like joy and happiness and, and love is found is those, those little tiny moments. And oftentimes we're too sped up to even notice them. So like truly, truly try to focus in and, and ground yourself in those little moments. It's huge. And like you mentioned too, Mitch, grief is different for everyone. If, if you are going through a hard time or loss out there to any of the listeners, um, you are supported. I just want to, I want you to know that. I want to emphasize that you are supported. You have support. If you need more support, additional support, don't feel um, hesitant to reach out to us. Um, we'll lend out a lending hand. Um, we want to be a resource for you as well too, but you do have support. You are supported and loved at all times. So don't take those little moments lightly with the family. And Mitch, just appreciate obviously your vulnerability and being able to speak on it for all of us today. Yeah, thanks, man. And appreciate you coming to the, the funeral and stuff. And I know you wouldn't have missed it, but means a lot means a lot to the the people listening that um, they may take this story and make positive change in their relationships they have in their life so uh, thank you for the opportunity absolutely brother thank you for sharing um that's going to wrap up our quick hit we're on to episode 48 next now that's not including the quick hits obviously so we're we're over 60 some episodes mitch it's kind of crazy isn't it yeah, and I mean, I know we've slowed down, you know, normally we only get a episode once every month, so I appreciate our avid listeners that just are excited about the next month. So, I mean, keep with us. We're going to barrel through it and enjoy every step of the way. So, uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, check out uh, episode 48 after this one. Would uh, love to hear from you. The little things Jake at gmail.com. We're checking that email all the time. Love to hear from you guys. Appreciate your time today. This is Mitch and Jake. <laughs>